You ever listen to a ramble room? You know how it floats so delicately in the water? <laughs> no? Well, that's what you're listening to. <laughs> so. Nice. Thank you. <laughs> I was trying to think of like how to make that line work. <laughs> you ever listen to a ramble room? Yeah, it's the exact opposite of floating delicately. Yeah, it's kind of it's just like a, a car crash every five seconds. Yeah, we come to a weird halt. <laughs> well, I don't really have, I guess the only thing I could think of is because in this movie, the younger girl, she <laughs> she's participating in a spelling bee. Stop. Are you going to talk about Keela and the bee? No, I'm going to talk oh. about how I participated in the school spelling bee. Now, I did too. I know, but I like almost made it. <laughs> you don't remember this? Oh yeah, we had to go to like the library to watch <laughs> you spell words. <laughs> you lost to a guy too. Thanks, feminism. What? That has nothing to do with it. <laughs> but I, because they always made everyone participate in the first round when you just like go around your in your classroom. classroom and you have to spell words. And then if you if you get those right, then you go to the next level. And I think maybe I made it to level three. And then by that point, I had not listened. There's they give you whole pamphlets and booklets about like the root of the word and how you can determine how to spell a word based on what the language it's coming from and all this other stuff. I'm like, Ugh. and then time for this. Like, there is real logic to all the spelling bee stuff with the whole, like, can you use it in a sentence actually supposed to be helpful with spelling it. But I'm like, uh, no, I had not practiced nearly enough. (laughs) It was just me, like, memorizing things. I'm like, I'm good at memorizing words and stuff, but there's no way I'm going to have time to really dig into the roots of different words and what, how how that affects how it's spelled. There was no way. So all all of that just for us to go home and be like, well, that was a waste of time. Yeah. <laughs> it was a waste of a night going to a fucking library. <laughs> it was at the middle school too, wasn't it? It was. I think it was in the middle school library. I was like eight. Eight or nine. I was. I'm pretty sure maybe fourth grade. I think you were in middle school. No. It was elementary school. Are you... Really? Was it middle school? Why did I... Why do I have a vision of me in, like, my fourth grade classroom doing a spelling bee? The oldest you can be is 14. Like, you can't be past 14, which is after eighth grade. That doesn't help my situation. I just can't... I just... I can't imagine... You can't imagine what? Zoe's not in middle school in this movie. No. But why would they have you go to the middle school library for that? Because it was like the third round. I thought you were older, but I don't know. I have no idea. There's no way of me really knowing how old I was when all of that happened. But I thought it was sometime in elementary school. Well, whatever. I just don't remember. Okay. We watched The Perfect Man, though. Another collection. Hillary Duff movie collection yeah this is one of our alternates do you want to hear the one sentence pitch no all right so if you don't know this movie i guess you don't get your synopsis go on give it doesn't want to hear it a lonely mother begins receiving romantic emails from a secret admirer 
unaware that this perfect man is really a creation of her daughter, who is trying to cheer her up. Is that it? Yep. Let's just dive in, shall we? Yeah. This is another movie that Ari and I have watched millions of times. Yeah, too many. If if it's a Hilary Duff movie, we've watched it. Like a billion times. Mm -hmm. Except for maybe Casper Meets Wendy. That's probably the one I'm (laughs) the least familiar with. Uh, Yeah, I mean... It's just still watch it when we're like, hey, let's watch all of Hillary Duff's movies. Because we do that often, guys. But it wasn't one that I watched all the time. No. Actually, I might have watched it quite a bit as a kid. Because I liked her outfits. Her <laughs> outfits were really cute. I will her, say. Her outfits are the best part of that movie. This movie is probably the movie that <laughs> I don't like the outfits as much. I like the fact that they u- reuse the outfits, but I don't like the outfits. Most of them. Yeah. I like her one shirt, her other shirt. And her homecoming dress. It's not very descriptive. She's got a red shirt that looks like a kimono type of thing. And, and then she's got like a white, a white with red polka, with red polka dots. And then I like her homecoming dress, which is also red. So maybe I just like her red in this film. Yeah. We were talking about how in several scenes she's re-wearing her same outfits. Which is rare in a movie. Yeah. It's like that is real life. You know, yeah. you wear the same outfits all the time. Yeah. You don't have a new outfit every fucking day. And if so you do, you're rich. Yeah. So I just liked that they included that as part of her costumes. Yeah. That she's wearing the same thing on mm-hmm. a different day. So the main character Holly. Uh yeah, Holly and then she's got a younger sister, Zoe, and their mother, Jean. And we start off with Jean. She's making a cake. Holly's excited because she like next week she's going to her school dance and she's never gone to a school dance because her family's constantly moving and we don't know why yet Jean is making a cake because she's a baker and holly is explaining to her friend why she's never gone to a school dance because her family moves around so much and her friend's like well that streak is going to be broken next week then we hear downstairs a man ringing the doorbell Jean comes over with her cake And then you hear in the background while Holly's talking to her friend, Gene goes, what? (laughs) And then he says something about, uh, I had to get this out of my system. He cheated on her. So then she throws the cake in his face. And then we get to, uh, Patsy Klein playing in the background. And Holly says to her friend, what does she say? Patsy's back. It's packing time. Yes, so the, the mom makes the family move all over the place yes. every time she's dumped and, or dumped someone. And this movie came out in 2005. John Tucker Must Die came out in 2006. So John Tucker Must Die just stole that plot <laughs> from a Hillary Duff movie. Why are you making it sound like that's a bad thing? Just saying. Are you dissing Hillary Duff's movies? I'm just kidding. <laughs> They're children's <laughs> movies. Are they, though? <laughs> now, a Cinderella story is a classic for all ages. <laughs> and Material so, Girls really isn't a kid's movie. No. There's smoking in it, so it would never pass on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> <laughs> so now they're moving to New York. Where were they before? I have no idea. New York? No, they weren't. <laughs> um, I don't know. They were, like, in Kansas or something. They are moving to New York, They're though. moving back to New York. They've already lived there once. Oh, right. And, when, she, and, when Holly was little. And Jean's got a job lined up at Dolores' bakery. 
because she's been friends with Dolores for a long time. So they're driving. Holly's very upset because she's sick of moving. She's tired of packing boxes and unpacking boxes. And life is really hard. But then she also says, if you ever get a chance to see the New York skyline. Put it on your bucket list. Yeah. Do it. That's an important plot point. (laughs) Is it? No. (laughs) I'm just saying that. Oh, I thought it came back and I never realized it, but anyway. Yeah. So they arrive in New York. Yeah. The apartment is crappy, apparently, but... Melissa put quotations around that. I know you can't see her. Yeah. It's... I'm like, you're in New York and you have that nice of an apartment and Holly's complaining? I'm like, Holly, what the fuck is wrong with you? A lot. Yeah, that's true. Although there's a lot wrong with the mom, too, so... The only know. one that isn't flawed is Zoe. Well, yeah. Because she's nine. I will say, are Zoe and Holly from different dads? Yes. They're like half-sisters. Yeah, I think they're half-sisters. Because later she, Jean describes how when she got pregnant, the guy left. He didn't want to be in the picture. So With Holly? Yeah. When she first got pregnant, I think she was 16 or 17. Right. And so the guy left. So obviously she didn't have that. And Holly's significantly younger. Like what, five years younger? You mean Zoe? Sorry, Zoe's significantly younger. So I'm assuming she had another relationship where she got pregnant with Zoe. So they are in this house unpacking everything. And then Holly goes to school. Yes. She meets her friend. (laughs) What the hell is her name? Why don't I remember her name? Um, What does Ben call her? Amy. Amy isn't here. Uh, I'm not here for Amy. That sounds right. Okay. I thought it was like Francesca or <laughs> Natalie, so. She meets Amy, and Amy has got that classic New Yorker accent. Yeah. Uh, Amy goes, what does she say? She says, how much your kicks cost you? Yeah. <laughs> and then she- She, she and like, Trudy huh? would be good friends. And then she goes, your boots. And she was like, oh. They were, oh, she no. Then she goes, I got mine $7 at a flea market. And then Holly's Holly says, like, I got them out of the trash. They're free. And then Amy's like, oh, you win. So then she ditches her other friend she was talking to and goes and hangs out with Holly because she got free boots. So she's cool. And then she goes, she says something like, oh, you're new. And Holly's like, how do you know? And she goes, your skin. It's virgin. And she goes, no piercings, no tats. But Most how would she know? skin virginity over after fifth grade. Yeah. But how would she know that she doesn't have any tats? She's wearing a full-on outfit. There's no skin showing anyway. She didn't have any piercings. So? So I'm assuming Holly could have had some hidden tattoos. You're right. Anyway, so now she's made a new friend, but Holly's like, I've learned not to get too attached because I'll probably be be out of here in the next two months. Yeah. So she sits down in her classroom, and this is where we meet beautiful, beautiful Adam. Ben Feldman. Love him yeah. to death. Such a cutie. Yeah, we adore him. Um, And he's like, hey, you're in my seat. And she's like, I didn't know they were assigned. He goes, they're not, but. I like sitting in the back. And she's like. Me too. Sorry. And then he's like, okay, I'll go fuck myself. <laughs> and then he goes and sits in the front. <laughs> yeah. But it's very clear he, he thinks she's cute. Because he looks like, back at her. It's Hillary Duff. So. Yeah, of course. It, of Duh. course. Then Jean's at the bakery. 
she, we meet the bakery people. Yeah, we meet which Dolores. Is Lenny, Dolores. What's the other woman's Catherine. name? Catherine. Yeah, it's like Catherine or Carol or something. I don't know. But sh- this woman is getting married, so she's engaged. She's like kind of Dolores's assistant chef or baker. Mm-hmm. And then this this store is like a Horrocks. Like it's yeah. got a bakery. It's got. It's got quite a, a bit. Bakery. It's got a cafe. It has like groceries. Yeah. It's got everything, really. Probably flowers. Probably. Yeah. So, yeah, we meet Lenny, who's in charge of the bread. And when Holly comes in after school, she's like, hey, mom, you got to sign these forms and we got to go. And then before they leave, Lenny stops Jean. He's, He's like, like, did it hurt? Did what hurt? When you fell from heaven. Because with face like that, you got to be an angel. And then Jean goes, oh. And Holly's like, ew. <laughs> so Lenny obviously is hitting on Jean. Jean's being flirty back because Jean's got low self-esteem. And then they leave. Jean, the low self-esteem. <laughs> and there's a school meeting that night, right? Low self-esteem? More like low stealth. What? <laughs> Please low stop. self-esteem, more like low self-gene. Uh, oh my word, you're It idiot. was bad and not worth it. Yeah, it wasn't worth it. Put my thing down, flip it, and reverse it. It's your yep. Sorry to waste your time. Moving on. So then they, then they have a school meeting that night, and Gene is there with Holly, and Adam's, Adam's over there, and Amy's he's checking there. out Holly. Well, it's weird. Amy and Holly do this. They've known each other and come up with some secret code. They did immediately because it was it was. Yeah. <laughs> no one can see what you're doing, Ariana. Yeah, they do weird little hand gestures and face Which expressions. I, can't I don't know, tell, but I can't tell if they were like, "Oh, this is our secret code," or if, or if. Amy was like, I'm weird. And Holly was like, me too. <laughs> I don't know because they never do that again. No. They never do it again. You never see them doing a little, I got bunny ears and I got a big nose. <laughs> like, they never do that again. At the school meeting, we're introduced to Dr. Charles Finch, the guidance counselor. <laughs> and the guidance counselor comes up. He's like, I got an open door policy. Um, That's anyone- a great impression, guys. <laughs> Anyone that uh, wants to talk, feel free. There's no such thing as a stupid question. <laughs> Isn't and that then, what he says? Yeah, and then Gene stands up and asks a stupid question. <laughs> and he goes, uh, yes. And Miss, th- Mrs., and she goes, uh, it's Miss. And then, then she's so like, annoying. she leads she, she to asks, the fact. She asks something that's kind of important and very helpful. And then the second thing she asks is basically, do you think we can have a monthly mixer for single, single parents? parents? Because she wants to meet a nice man. Which, how embarrassing. Yeah. And then one of the guys in the audience goes, where do I sign up? We see him one more time later in the movie. It's there's, pointless. There's no point to his character. He, Flips bread in the air. As if he's like having an erection in the grocery store. It's weird. I always thought it was, oh, no, I don't want to date you. It was a joke. I have no idea. But extremely embarrassing for Holly, which she tells her mother back at home. She's like, did it ever occur to you that the point of the meeting wasn't for the parents, 
but that the point of the meeting was for, I don't know, the kids. And then they get into an argument. And then they're kind of not talking to each other after that, right? Just for a little bit. So then Holly's back at school. We have a lot of school scenes in this movie. She's at her locker. And up comes Adam with a Krispy Kreme donut. He's so adorable. And he says to her, you know what everyone's talking about this morning? They're talking about the Krispy Kreme donut truck that turned over on whatever street. Fourth Avenue. Yeah. And then he's like, pretty much anything that happened before 8 o'clock this morning has been forgotten about. So he made her feel better. He's like, don't be embarrassed. It's fine. Also, your mom is hot. She's Heather Locklear, so chill. (laughs) Well, he doesn't say that, but go on. (laughs) So uh, that kind of made her feel better. And then they go along with their day. She's with Amy. After school, they walk to the River Bistro. And Holly's like, what? <laughs> Holly comes in there. She's like, what are we doing here? I can't even afford to pee in a place like this. Which that line, for whatever reason, used to make me laugh a lot as a kid. Remember? Yeah, me too. It was funny to me. Me too. I don't know. It's probably just because she said pee. As like a six-year-old, do you think that's funny? You're like, haha, she said pee. Right? Yeah. Well, and then um, Amy kind of is like reassuring her. She's like, listen, my uncle's the owner. Chill. Yeah, and she's like, who's your uncle? Is it that guy? And we're introduced to Lance, Lance. who's got long blonde hair, and uh, he, you know, he likes checking himself out in the wine glasses. So me? (laughs) Yeah. And then Amy's like, no, that's not my uncle. He's over there. So then they go over and they meet the good wife slash sex in the city. What's his name? Ben. <laughs> Great. <laughs> no, I don't know the actor's name, but he's the main love interest for um Sarah Jessica Parker. Oh, his name is Chris Noth. So we're introduced to him. Is it Noth or Noth? I don't know. But he's Uncle Ben. And he's serving out ice cream to the girls, but he's also on the phone. And he's clearly talking to some guy who's what he showed so, up an hour late for dinner or yeah, something he stood a girl up for an hour and uncle ben's advice is give her a dozen red roses and long holly, stem and holly's like he doesn't think that really works right and i said to melissa at this point you know i've never paid attention to that conversation but if a guy stood me up for an hour at a restaurant and gave came and gave me 12 long stemmed roses i wouldn't go you're forgiven. I'd go yeah. go away. Yeah. Bitch. True. I, it wouldn't work on me. I'd be no. like, um, I'm just not going to go on a date with you again. Yeah. I'd be like, thanks for the flowers. Especially if it was like the first date and you're like, listen, it's not worth going another Clearly one. Clearly you didn't want to go on a date with me. <laughs> yeah. So. so then he gets off the phone and he's like, oh, I see you're a skeptic of love, Holly. And then Holly says, I don't. I just don't see how flowers could fix something. If the guy's a loser, he's a loser, regardless of what flowers he gives you. So then Uncle Ben explains to her. <laughs> he says flowers. That, he says that a yellow rose is for your sick grandmother. Yeah, he's like, this is something you give to your sick grandmother. So red roses, however, say. Red roses say there's such a thing as perfect. And, and it's out there. And it's you. Yeah. It's like, no, then, that's a terrible thing. And then he Nobody's says perfect. Hannah Montana. Thank you. But I combat that with, who says you're not perfect? Selena Gomez. Um, 
<laughs> you should have a debate <laughs> using song lyrics. <laughs> and then I'd argue, I'm coming clean, Hillary Duff. <laughs> and then I'd argue, I know you like to think your shit don't stank. <laughs> but lean a little bit closer. Roses really smell like poo-oo-oo. Outcast. And that brings us back to Uncle Ben, who's talking about roses. Um, and then there's like, I can't wait, Lizzie McGuire. <laughs> Not Hillary Duff. Your argument is always Hillary Duff lyrics. <laughs> I'll always just argue with her. Okay, go on. <laughs> Your next argument. So, dignity. Yesterday. <laughs> so, yesterday and dignity. Where's your, where's your, where's your dignity? I think you lost it in the Hollywood, Hollywood Hills. Hills. We get back to Uncle Ben, who is about to say our favorite line in the whole freaking movie. Yeah. Um, because he goes, if you really want to knock a girl's socks off. Okay, and let me preface this. They're all eating ice cream at this point. Yeah, so they've got... They've got... So Ben has like a creamy texture in his <laughs> mouth. I don't know how else to describe it. It's like ASMR when, when, when somebody's got cotton mouth. You don't want that. <laughs> ben has perfect ASMR mouth at this moment because it's like dairy. Orchid. <laughs> yeah, it's like dairy creek, dairy covered mouth is what it is. <laughs> anyway, and he goes, if you really want to knock her socks off, you get her an orchid. And then Amy goes, what do orchids say? <laughs> and then Ben goes, you ever seen an orchid? How it floats in the water. So delicate. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> we quote that line. On, on a daily basis almost. <laughs> yeah. It's always coming up. You ever uh, see an orchid? Floats in the water. So delicate, delicate and beautiful. <laughs> and it's like he doesn't even say it like that. No. We're so exaggerating it, but still, yeah. it's so fun to say. Yeah, you guys should try it at home. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then so he goes, he's like he's like giving that to a woman is basically saying, <laughs> what what is it? What is he saying that that says? I don't know. I only I ever pay remember. attention to the beginning part. Well, all we're supposed to understand from that is that Uncle Ben's an expert on women somehow, even though he's not one. He's like the hitch of this movie. <laughs> yeah. Also, I saw a thing the other day. It was like, why aren't we normalizing giving guys flowers? And I agree. Don't you think that'd be nice? There was a girl on TikTok that did that. She gave yeah. her like best guy friend. She came into like the car with like it's a, just a nice bouquet of flowers. General. And they were like, why do you have a bouquet? And she goes, oh, I wanted to give you guys flowers. And they all were like, oh my gosh. Like, they were happy about it. I know, but it's like everyone, regardless of what your gender or identity is, getting flowers, that's just a nice gesture in general. Also, getting letters. That's iconic. I love when I get something in the mail and it's not like, pay your taxes. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. Anywho down in Whoville. So this gives Holly the idea, oh, I know how to get my mom from, like, stopping her from moving too fast with Lenny or any other guy right now is... I am going to pretend to be a secret admirer that will distract her, basically, and make her happy. So she goes and buys it's an like orchid. You've got male slash catfish. Yes. <laughs> She's quite literally catfishing her mother. Yikes. A little weird. A little awkward. We said that would be quite an episode of the. Neve Shulman would crap his oh. pants. <laughs> right. All right, and this is your catfish. It is her daughter. That's insane. Yeah, that would be. I nuts. would watch that episode on MTV every day, <laughs> man. So Amy helps her buy this orchid, and then she attaches, you know, a little note to it. She puts it on the doorstep, and she's ringing the doorbell, or she has Amy ring it, mm-hmm. and 
her mom's not talking to her because of their argument or she's ignoring her. No, she's just doing her crossword puzzle. But she's also not acknowledging that Holly's there. You didn't get that vibe? I always got the vibe that she was purposely ignoring that her daughter's no, there. No, I just always assumed it was a... She's like zoned out. Like how mom would read her books and zone out. Wait, now I'm thinking mom was like just ignoring me this whole time. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure she was ignoring her. Are you sure that mom was ignoring me? Maybe. <laughs> Depends on what she did. I gotta call her later. <laughs> Either way, Holly's trying to get her mom to go answer the door, but her mom's not listening. So then she's like, I'm going to go take a shower. So then she goes in her room or she turns on the shower. She goes in her room and runs out the back window down the spiral or not spiral. Yeah, down the fire escape. And she sees a guy is taking the flower and she's like, hey, give me my flower back. Oh, oh, I love this guy. And he says, this is my flower. And she goes. Oh, really? Who's it for? He goes, my girlfriend. And then she says, well, what does the note say? To my dearest girlfriend, on her birthday, I love you so much. And then Holly takes the flower and she goes, give me my flower back. And then she runs away. To my dearest girlfriend. (laughs) I love that guy. (laughs) So then she puts the orchid back down. She rings the doorbell. She goes back up the fire escape. I also thought this sequence was funny as a kid, too, because she kept falling in and out of the window. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, physical humor. That'll get anyone. She goes over and she sees her mom is listening to, like, headphones with Zoe. So she didn't hear the doorbell. Yep. Then she goes back down the fire escape again. And the that old guy man is back taking the flower. He comes back to take it. And, and he she's goes, like, I was just bringing it to you. And she's like, sure you were. So then she puts it back on the doorstep. And she's ringing the doorbell aggressively this time. And finally, Jean comes down to the door. And Holly has to run. So she runs up the fire escape. She falls through her room again. Jean comes back in with the flower and she says, it's a note from a secret admirer. He gave me this flower. It's beautiful. It makes me feel like I'm perfect. Blah, blah, blah. (laughs) And I now know what it feels like to love. Yeah. What What does the note say initially? I don't know. I don't know what the first note says. I remember the second note is a little bit more personal, but the first one's just like, I saw you at the bakery. You were a vision, whatever. In your apron. Yeah. And Jean's like, I I don't know who it is. It says it's from a secret admirer. So now she's kind of wondering. And Holly's very happy about how her plan is starting to grow. So then she goes back to school, right? Yeah, I imagine, I just, I'm sorry. I imagine that Holly is uh, Sam. And she was like, well, I found true love through email. Let me hook my mom (laughs) up. Are you trying to say there's like a Hillary Duff connected universe? Like the Marvel universe, but with Hillary <laughs> Duff, the the HDU, the Hillary Duff universe. I would love that. We should we, we should, should figure, figure it out. out a connection between them all. We will. Okay. <laughs> we'll bring that to you next podcast. That's how we'll, that'll be our story for the day. So, then she goes back to school. This is where they're talking in the class and Adam is describing oh, what a tangle web we weave when first we choose to deceive. And then she's going to write a letter to her, right? Yeah, and she's having Amy write the letter because the handwriting won't, like her mom won't be able to uh, recognize her handwriting. Right. So Amy writes this letter. They send... No, That's they go they, back to the restaurant. Yeah, because they need to consult with Uncle so, Ben. Yeah, so before they go to school again, they go to the restaurant to get more info. 
Because they're like, the the orchid worked. Because the mom... But you know the reason they go back to Uncle Ben. So Jean goes to the bakery that next day. We skipped so much. Yeah, because Jean goes to the bakery that next day, and she's looking around. That's when that guy who's at the school assembly freaks out or whatever. Yeah. And then Lenny comes up with a flower, and she says, is it you? He goes, yeah, it's me, baby. (laughs) And then she turns around, and she's like, oh, it's Lenny. She goes, the orchid was beautiful. And he goes, this is a rose. And it's a yellow rose. And she's like, yeah, I like yellow roses too. So then he invites her to go to a Styx concert. That's right. Then they have date night. Then they go to they go on the date before the letter. Yes. So they go on the date. So he shows up. Yeah, we skipped that whole thing. <clears throat> he shows up, gives. we. I guess we just didn't care about Because Lenny. that's what makes her go, I need to figure this out. I need to like goes to derail Lenny. this uncle, this Lenny thing. Uncle Lenny, what the hell? Um, so then she goes to this Styx concert with Lenny. But it's a tribute band called Kilroy. Yeah, so it's not even Styx. No. So they go on the date, and Holly's like, I gotta derail this. So she calls Amy. She drops off Zoe at Dolores's, whoever the hell that is. And she's like, Amy, we gotta go talk to your Uncle Ben. Who's Dolores? <laughs> she's the head of the bakery. Oh, that makes sense now. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I don't know who Dolores is. She's just like one of the bigger characters who owns the bakery. I forgot, dude. Anyway, so so they go to the so it goes back and forth between the date and them talking to Uncle Ben, right? Because Uncle Ben is trying the new Shiraz. <laughs> yeah. Well, first Lance. Yeah, they get there and they're like, Uncle Ben. Uh, well, Amy says that, not Holly. Yeah, sorry. Amy's like, Uncle Ben, we need to help. So then <laughs> we're only going to do the New York accent with yeah. Amy's character because she's got the strongest one. Yeah. So then Uncle Ben's like, girls, I'm busy. And then Holly says, but it's for a school project. We, ne- we need your help. So and then Lance is like, you need to try the new Shiraz and take a breath. And have a break. Just sit down. So then they go and sit at a table and she's got a tape recorder, Holly does. Mm-hmm. He's like, what project is this for? And she's like, it's for literature. And she's like taking romantic heroes and comparing comparing them to their male counterparts. Real real life male counterparts. That's a very hard sentence to say, apparently. And then but Uncle Ben says, I thought you weren't a romantic. And, and she's, she's like, like I'm, I'm stretching. <laughs> so then they go, as you said, back and forth between the Sticks concert and this scene. Because Ben's like, he can't be afraid to show emotion. And then it's like Lenny is crying at this. Like, Babe, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> and Uncle Ben, you know, he's telling her, oh, well. She says she likes Scrabble and crosswords. And he goes, mm, a little wit, a little word play. <laughs> <laughs> a little wit, a little word play. I like that. And then he, he's just describing what the perfect man for her mom would be. And then she says, Patsy Cline is her sad music. And what for if she, instance. And like, what if she gets dumped a lot? And he's like, a lot. And then he goes, hmm, hang on. And then he goes and gets a CD. Wherever the he- Why is he keeping CDs at a restaurant? I, because weird. I've, I, even in the scenes, they don't play music in the restaurant. And if it is, it's like Olive Garden where it's like jazz. <laughs> yeah. Like what? It wouldn't be the song that he gives no, her. No, and I don't know where, like, he, why he, he just, maybe he had a CD collection and he mag- put it all in there. He magicked it out of thin air. He's a yeah. wizard. Who knows? It was weird. But he gives her this CD and he goes, this, this is her happy music. This will make her happy. Yeah. Which, Which is why like, is he giving right. her a CD if this is an English project? Yeah. <laughs> Again, weird. Know. Well, and that was the other thing, too, as I was going, like, 
I don't think I've ever known like a person's sad music and gone, oh, I know what would be their perfect happy music. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I've never put a correlation between that. I don't know. As I said, Uncle Ben is a wizard. He's also Peter Parker's uncle in New York. <laughs> uncle Ben, I hate you. Yes. Because I was, I was going. They're in New York. I, and because his name is Uncle Ben. Because, wait, what if we connected the HDU to the MCU? What if Amy is actually Peter Parker in disguise? <laughs> no, her brother would be Peter. Anyway. <laughs> We're going off the rails, folks. We really need to. <laughs> so then she has Amy write out that letter. It gets sent with the DVD. Not the DVD. The, the CD. <laughs> she she gives him a DVD of The Perfect Man <laughs> from 2005. <laughs> Watch this movie. <laughs> It'll explain everything. She's like, hey, that's me. This is weird. <laughs> so then Jean gets this you know, a little package with the CD and the letter. She reads out, or Holly this is like reads the out. the following day. Yeah, Holly reads out the letter to her. In the letter, it's like L-O-V-E spells out four words. What a, it's a triple word. And then it's like a triple word score. And Jean goes, a lot, guys. Jean goes, he plays Scrabble. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> I think it was seeing you as like hitting a triple word score. Right. On a four letter word. It's it's pandering to the mother, you know. Yeah. She specifically wrote it so that her mom would be like, oh, we have stuff in common. Oh, a little money. A little bit of wit. A little bit of wordplay. <laughs> I like that. And you then. You ever seen an orchid? <laughs> you ever Crazy. seen an orchid? So then she pulls out the CD that's in the pack. And oh, her, it's and such a good song. I'm sorry. But Zoe goes, oh, he gave you gift? I like him now. Yeah, which is so like, Zoe, all right, you materialistic bitch. Go watch <laughs> Hillary Duff's Material Girls and learn something. <laughs> so then Holly goes and puts the CD in and we get, to love again, dun, to love again, dun, to love again. And then Zoe starts dancing. I will learn to love again. I will learn to trust. Okay, so then they start dancing to this song. We have a whole dance scene. Um, Heather Locklear shaking her ass. Which turns into Lenny dancing at the bakery. Yeah, he's like doing a guitar with a baguette. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's like a roll of bread and a baguette. And then he bumps into a thing and a bread falls. Anyway, it's not important. That's how the song ends, though, is him bumping into that. So then Gene is like showing... Gloria. Is it Gloria? Oh, it is. That's her name, Gloria. She's showing Gloria the letter. Letter. And Gloria's like, why all the secrecy? Yeah, she's like, this guy sounds too good to be true if he's not willing to show you his face. Yeah. So then we go back to the house where they're having dinner where Hillary's wearing the god-awful shirt. <laughs> they really flip-flop between scenes a lot. Yeah. I didn't realize how many cuts there were until we just But Jean says, it. I don't know about this guy. I, I don't even know if I'm attracted to him. And and um, Holly's like, well, he writes like he's hot. And she's like, do you ever see Shakespeare? And then she goes, but is that important? And she goes, yeah, because you can't fall in love if you're not attracted to them which, at all. There's a level of which is truth true. to that. Yeah, like, sure. You have to find that person somewhat attractive in order yeah. to, you know. There's a level of attraction. Their personality can make them more attractive. Yeah. But if you don't find them attractive at all, what's the point in starting a relationship? Mm-hmm. So then Amy and Holly run back to the River Bistro. And she's like, Uncle Ben, Uncle Ben, we, we need a picture of you. Yeah. Which 
does he even question why? No, he's just like, girls, I'm busy. He's always busy. Girls, I'm too busy for this. I own a restaurant. And here is my least favorite thing. <sighs> she says, hey, Uncle Ben, what's that stuff you put on pasta? Parmesan what? And he goes, cheese. <laughs> <laughs> but isn't it? Shouldn't she go Parmigiana? I don't know. But then he's like, cheese. <laughs> and then the picture they take, guys. His mouth his is mouth closed. closed. He's not smiling with his teeth at all. Which when you say cheese, the whole point is that, is that you're smiling with your teeth. Melissa's <laughs> falling off the couch. Oh my gosh, she's going to fall off the couch. <laughs> oh my gosh. Is it because? <laughs> oh my gosh, she's down on the ground. <laughs> is it oh my his mouth is closed in the picture like you wouldn't like what is he a ventriloquist dummy but also even with the way he says cheese his mouth is so (laughs) it would be like a like a puckered lip situation yeah he would not be even smiling with his teeth it's just like (laughs) (laughs) the way you keep saying it oh my god okay (laughs) (laughs) Good God. We need to collect ourselves. Hi, I'm Trudy. And my name is Joseph Trudy. <clears throat> but you can just call me Trudy. And you're listening to QVCHS and NBC with Dave. Did you just cough on air? I sure did. It's clear in my throat. I had a little bit of mucus. Ew. I don't need to know about... Do you want to know what product I have today, Yes, Trudy? I do. It's called Parmigiana cheese. What are you going to say about that? Do you know what the fuck that is? No, is it fresh off the market? Oh, it's fresh, all right. Off the farmer's market, bitch. If you go to the farmer's market, you can find some fresh Parmesan cheese. Cheese? Cheese. And when you pick it up, you can weigh it. Parmesan cheese is very specific type of cheese. Because, you know... There are other kinds of cheese that already exist. But Parmesan like cheese. Parmesan cheese is good. And Munster. Could you please stop interrupting and me? And cheddar. Parmesan cheese is something. And provolone. That you can put on your pasta. And Swiss. Would you stop it now? You can put it on your pasta. And cheddar, Jack. You could put it on top of Brussels sprouts. And Colby, Jack. Parmesan is a great. Seasoning. It's not even like cheese. And Sometimes mozzarella. you can get it crumbly. Um, would you please stop naming out cheeses, Trudy? You're taking, stealing, and kidnapping my thunder. Now, and cream. Why are you talking about cream? That has nothing to do with cream cheese. Cream cheese. Oh, my God. You are such a disgrace. Okay. Now, what you can do with this cheese is you can season things. Like... Spaghetti? It just adds more flavor. I already talked about spaghetti and Brussels sprouts. Like pasta? There's also Parmesan powder. Like pizza? Like you can ground up Parmesan cheese and it turns into like a powder. They sell it in a canister. Parma powder? No, they sell it in a canister. A canister of Parmesan powder? Or you can just get a fresh wedge. Whatever you prefer, Drudy. No one said you had to get the canister. Can I tape the wedge of Parmesan to my uh, heel and wear them as wedges? No. This is like a wedge, like out of Pac-Man's face. You know how Pac-Man's got a mouth and it's just a wedge? It's like that. Now, what you can do with Parmesan cheese is shove it up your ass. (laughs) Sounds like a product for you. 
Um, how much is this product going for? You know what, Jody? You're damn right it's a product for me. That's why I'm going to be buying 80 of them. I've already shoved 15 up my ass! Now, if you ever shred Parmesan cheese, you better hope that your Shut shredder up. is dull. Because if it's sharp, you could kill someone with it. Now, don't ask me how I know that. I've never tried anything like that before. But... Have you seen Phil? In a few days? Why are we bringing him up? I just realized I hadn't seen him in a couple of days. Judy, I really need you to never ask me that question again. Did you kill him? I'm not answering that. Did you kill somebody else? Now, you know what you can do with a, a sharp grater? I'm so sorry. You know how you can defeat a sharp grater? Is you use sharp cheddar. That will combat your parmesan. Do you have any other questions, Drudy? How much? How much money? Drudy, I'm drunk. <laughs> I can tell. You're wearing your headphones wrong. Drudy, I think something's happening. You asked me how much? Yes. Uh, the Parmesan, um... Parmesan cheese uh, is priced by the flake. So if you get... <laughs> it's priced by the flake. So if you get one flake, it's 28.5 cents. Now, don't ask me how they divide that up. Apparently they can cut dimes in half. I had no idea how that shit works. But... Isn't that just a nickel? A nickel? No. That's a completely different size and amount. If you cut a dime in half, it's five cents. If you have a nickel, it's You're five cents. You're a dime cents. a dozen. Don't you get the difference between five cents and five cents? Anyway, a flake is like 28.5, maybe 1.2. I don't know. Ask Phil. But you can't, because Phil's not here. So, that's how much it is, Drudy. Where can they get this product? You can get it at Drudy.Trudy. Remember? Because last time, it's just, we've been saying DrudyTrudy.com. But it's backslash Drudy.Trudy.com. Because now Drudy and Tootie will never get our customers. I have to go throw up because I'm hungover. Please end this podcast. I mean, wait, what? Please go back. Hang on. Uh, no, please go back to the podcast. <laughs>
and she and Holly's like, no, I told her to start emailing me <clears throat> on this new account that I'm setting up, Brooklyn Boy 99. Now, I have a question for you and the audience. So originally, Amy had to write the letter because her mom would recognize her handwriting. Correct? Right. So how in the hell does Amy not know the contents of the second letter that was sent to Jean? No, I think she does. Because I think she wrote it, it got sent over, and now they're having a conversation of, Amy's like, wait, but if this is what's going to happen, how are we getting letters that are being sent from China to her? But in the letter, Holly says, start emailing my new email. I get what you're saying. So who the hell did she have write the second letter? (laughs) Adam? Maybe. I don't know. Actually, that makes sense. That's a plot hole. I get what you're saying. Yeah. If Holly wrote it. Then what was the point of having Amy write the letters? I don't know. So then she needs a different computer and a different place to send these emails. Right. So she asks Amy for hers and she's like, no, my brother uses it. Her brother, Peter Parker. Right. So then she's like, okay, I guess I'll turn to my only other friend I've made, Adam. So she goes over to Adam and they've kind of had this friendship grow throughout the movie where... We haven't really talked about it too much. Yeah, he's he's, you know... At first, she caught him drawing like a almost like a comic strip of but her. It's of her, which is kind of cool. And she's like, "Hey, that looks exactly like me, and that's my necklace." And he's like, "No, this girl's on a horse. You're not on a horse." He's like, it's a "Totally smooth, different person. smooth, Adam." <laughs> and he brings up the fact that his dad used was to a comic book person. Yeah, and they used to go to comic cons all the time. And since the divorce, you know, he doesn't really see his dad. And Holly's like, yeah, I didn't really know my dad either. And then he's like, have you ever been to a Comic-Con? She's like, no. And then he tries to invite her. He's like, there's one in six months. And she's like, I don't make plans. Yeah, she's like, I'm not a big planner. Because she doesn't know she'll be here in six months. Which is really sad. And then another day, Adam's at the lunch table and he's doing more drawings. Joe Jouster. (laughs) Holly comes by and she's like, who's this? And it's him. It's him drawing him as like a prince and he's jousting and um, he's joe mr joe jouster he's the best jouster in the whole kingdom yeah and he's making holly laugh and then he's like you want to sit and she's like i made plans with somebody else and he goes <laughs> i thought you weren't much of a planner gotcha and she's like <laughs> she's like damn it and then she sits down so they've had this friendship grow friendship slash flirtation yeah when she asks him hey can i use your computer he's like sure so then absolutely she's, i'm in love with you <laughs> anything to spend more time with you holly she goes over to his house. She's sending the emails, but she's also using that tape recorder that she used to interview Uncle Ben to write out the emails as, like, inspiration. So then we get a montage where it's like, here and now is where I want to be. Hanging out to worn out memories. And I know the best thing for my... What did you say earlier? Was it my please? No. <laughs> what did you and say? I know the best thing to please. Sometimes you just gotta eat some fucking cheese. <laughs> <laughs> no. But it is this little montage of them emailing each other back. Of them emailing each other back and forth, talking about <laughs> but brownies. But it's Holly and yeah, Mom. Holly and Jean are talking to each other back and forth. But they're and voicing <laughs> it over with Ben's voice. So he's like, oh, I love brownies. A good brownie is a non-stock. <laughs> he's like, I love you so much. You know how to bake brownies. Yeah. 
So and then and then we get <laughs> we yeah. get zooms in of Holly looking out at out the window at a moon and, and Jean then Jean looking at the moon looking out the window at the moon and then Ben in London looking out the window <laughs> at the moon yeah Ben starts looking out the window when we pan out to the moon and it looks like the big ben which it could just be a clock in New York maybe but it really looked like he was in London <laughs> what and was I was he like doing there I was like did she predict his traveling <laughs> I don't she know. got the wrong country but damn so then that montage is done and then she gets an IM because they're both online at this. Yeah, they're both online at the same time. And she's like, what do I do? What do I do? And Adam's like, message her back. It'll make Ben seem more real. Which is really funny to me because Adam's real name is a Ben. And so anytime. Yeah, the actor's ben, name is Ben. Anytime Ben Feldman says Ben in this movie, I just go, that's you. So then they're messaging back and forth and Jean and Holly kind of have this heart to heart where Jean talks about how she didn't get to live out her dreams as a baker or the way that she really had planned to. And she's like, that's okay, though, because I have Holly and Zoe. And yeah, she I got didn't... and then it was just her and Holly. And then, as we said before, I'm assuming she had Zoe with some other guy. And then she, you know, says, <laughs> I wouldn't give up any of that for Holly and Zoe because then my kids wouldn't be Holly and Zoe. So Holly... <laughs> Kind of has more of an understanding of her mom and sympathizes with her. So then Holly goes back home and she gets that baking competition that Gloria and Dolores had been encouraging Jean to do, but she had been hesitant. And she makes her, she's like, hey, you should sign up for this. So then Jean signs up for this baking competition. So we're back at the apartment, the shitty apartment, and uh, we've got Holly doing Amy's hair. She's like braiding it. Jean is all dressed up and fancy. And they're like, ooh, what are you doing? She's like, I'm going to Gloria's bridal shower. It's at this fancy place called River Bistro. And they go, no! Yeah, so then they start freaking out because she's going to run into Uncle Ben. Because she says to Amy, where is your uncle? And she goes, maybe the restaurant, maybe home. That was good. And then they decide to split up. This is where Uri and I get confused. And annoyed and frustrated. They say Amy's going to go to the restaurant to see if Uncle Ben's there. And Holly's going to go to Uncle Ben's apartment. Why would Holly go to the apartment? That's weirder than if Amy went to the apartment. And I I said maybe they were doing it so that way the mom wouldn't see Holly and go, what are you doing here? But at the same time, later Holly shows up. And also she knows Holly's friend. Jean knows who Amy is. So even if she saw Amy, she'd be like, where's Holly? You were just with her. Either way, this plan is weird that they decided to split it up that Sketchy way. Sketchy at best. So Holly goes to Uncle Ben's apartment and she's trying to like play it off as, I need advice because I don't have a father figure. And she's like, I want to get tattoos and piercings in nine places that I can't even talk about, blah, blah, blah. But while she's there, she sees Ben's kitchen and she's like, oh my gosh, this is a kitchen my mother would kill for. And that's when she decides Ben is the perfect man. But she also sees that Ben does yeah. crossword and pen. And then she goes, she says something to Ben along the lines of, What do you think when about When you look the at the moon, do, do you think it's more than just a rock in the sky? And he's like, how much has Amy told you about me? Cheers. <laughs> so, so now Holly's like, oh shit, Uncle Ben is the perfect man for my mom. Quite literally. Yeah. So then Uncle Ben gets a call. Nice rhyme. And he gets a call from Lance who's like, the stove is not working. And the gas in this place is not coming from Pablo, who's the chef. It's no, like a stupid the joke. The only gas com- in this place is coming from Pablo. Oh. Because the gas <laughs> stove won't work. That's right. 
And then Amy, she's trying to cause a distraction at the restaurant. So she draws on a chalkboard board. Free beer. Free beer. Come get your free beer. And she's talking to the, the construction workers that are across the street. And they're like, yeah. So they come into the restaurant causing a ruckus. And a they, ruckus. Say to, they say to Lance, hey, we want a free beer. And then Lance is like, we can't. Oh, you know what? Yeah, we can get you free beer. You looked very parched. And he Absolutely like starts parched. taking out a napkin and dabbing down the construction worker. I don't know. Yeah. So so back at the Ben's apartment, it's Holly and him getting in a cab. She's like, can we walk? And he's like, no, it's many, many blocks away. So then right. they get in the cab and then they get there and he sees the free beer sign and he's like, what the hell is this? So he takes it inside. He's like, we'll get you one free beer. So he and deals then you're with done. That. Then he goes into the kitchen. Then we get another, you know, it's a fiasco. Yeah, Holly ends up running into her mom and she says, hey, I just wanted to make sure you were okay. Isn't that what she says? What does she say to her? What's her excuse for being there? I don't remember. She gives her some excuse for being there. And it works for some reason. Yeah. But then she says, I'll go get the waiter because uh, Jean was trying to get the attention of some waiter. To get more drinks. Right. So then... She's causing all these distractions, but it's not working. And pretty soon, Uncle Ben and Jean are going to run into each other. So then Amy and Holly meet back up with each other. And Amy's like, what do we do? And Holly says, I got an idea. So she grabs a matchbook. She runs to, like, the stairwell. And she holds the match. She lights it, holds it up to the sprinkler. And then the entire restaurant is drowning. And all these sprinklers get set off. And everyone's running out the building. I get that they were trying to prevent them from seeing each other but like the water damage oh my <laughs> it's gosh. a lot that poor man poor uncle ben yeah did that sucks wrong. and so then we get the slow motion of uncle ben looking up going oh no my rolling <laughs> and holly looking back and forth with her hair whipping in her face and then gene <laughs> going oh oh <laughs> you hear like this echoing slow mo of her going oh Oh, because she's getting, like, hit with people. And <laughs> or, water. Yeah. And she's trying to save gifts. It's just really funny. <laughs> Mel and I were, when we were watching it, it was like, that was all we could quote the whole movie was just going, oh. 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 So then Holly tells Amy about how Uncle Ben is the perfect man for her mom. And Amy goes, I'm so confused. Holly comes to the conclusion that Ben, the fake Ben, needs to break up with her mom so that she could meet the real Uncle Ben. She ends up trying to arrange this by asking Adam and says, hey, I need you to call my mom and break up with her. And he's like, I don't feel comfortable doing that at all. And he's also like, when did I start dating her? (laughs) Oh, yeah, that was funny. (laughs) Funny, funny guy, that Adam. So eventually he agrees because he's in love with Holly. Yeah. And then that night he she he calls Holly and she's like, oh, you want to talk to my mom? And the whole time he's going, no, I don't. I don't do this to me. And then he, she gives the phone to her mom. And then she goes to the other room and listens in on the conversation. Yeah. And Jean and Adam, who's posing as Ben, they're talking to each other. And Jean starts crying because she's like, this is the first time I'm hearing his voice. And I'm so excited. And he starts to sympathize with he's like yeah i know exactly what you mean but he's staring at a picture of holly that he's saved to his screen saver like his desktop oh yeah we didn't even talk about that ben says cheese and comes out looking like a million bucks holly (laughs) is typing on a computer and looks over at ben and he takes a picture and it comes out looking fantastic yeah. It's like the episode in How I Met Your Mother where Barney can't take a bad photo. Yeah. But it's the entire cast of this movie. 
Yep. So he's getting distracted by Holly's picture and he's saying, yeah, it's like he's describing how much he likes her. But Gene obviously thinks Ben's talking about Gene. So then he's about to say, I think I might even love her. But when that's about to happen, Holly disconnects the phone so that he doesn't get to finish his thought. The next day, Holly goes up to Adam and says, what the hell was that about? And he's like, I was distracted by you. And, and he she goes, kisses what her. could possibly distract you? Yeah. And then he kisses her and he says, you, I was distracted by you. So she's shocked. And then he walks away and she's trying to avoid Adam now because I think she, much like her mom, is afraid to get too close to people because she's seen guys disappoint her mom over and over again. So she's not very trusting. I I think it's more of a, I don't know that I'm going to be here long enough to be in a relationship. Yeah, but when she finds out she is, she still freaks out. When the mom says we're not moving, she's still upset. She's trying to run away from him because she's scared of him. She's scared of that relationship. And then Lenny comes back into the movie. Uh, He's been gone for a while. He comes back in and he's proposing to Jean with a you serenading her with the stick song lady and while he's singing this really off pitch and he's like climbing up the staircase and like going across the window really dramatic and then he ends up proposing to her he drives away and Holly's like please tell me you said no and she says I said maybe and I'll think about it yeah because she basically is like Ben is a beautiful idea but you can't marry a beautiful idea yeah, and she talks about how she's getting older, her kids are getting older, and that it'd be nice to have someone to just settle down with and not have to do this alone. Holly decides, okay, I've got to end this myself. So then she gets her a phone, and she pretends to be Ben's secretary. And she's, like, calling Jean and says, Hello, Miss Hamilton, will you please meet Ben at the pier tomorrow night? evening or something like that right yeah (laughs) so good good summary so holly's plan is that she's going to go find uncle ben give him all of the emails and say you know read these and meet my mom and go meet my mom but when she goes to the river bistro uncle ben's not there and she asks lance and he says he's at the wedding for amber which we didn't mention her at all yeah we haven't mentioned this woman Because she's not that big of a character, but earlier on in the film, Amber is seen with Uncle Ben, and they're talking about her wedding. And you're led to believe that maybe Uncle Ben and Amber are the ones getting married. Yeah. So, Holly... Well, nobody helps that situation either. Yeah, no one makes it apparent to Holly that, oh, Amber's just, you know, a friend of Uncle Ben. So, she runs to this wedding to stop it. And when she comes into the wedding, she does this whole monologue and speech. She talks about how, you know, you're perfect for my mom. If you just read these emails, you'll realize that you're meant for each other. And then we see Amber punch her actual groom because she thinks that Holly's talking to her soon-to-be husband and that he's been cheating on her. But Mm -hmm. then we realize Uncle Ben's catering Amber's wedding and that they're just, like, dear friends. Yeah, but why is he on the groom's side? Because he probably agreed to be one of the groom's best men. One of his groomsmen. They do that. If they don't have enough people, Amber's like, oh, I need you to walk down the aisle with, like, my cousin because we don't have another person. Right. 
So then he goes after Holly and says, what the hell was that about? (laughs) (laughs) Holly says, if you just read these emails. And he's like, that's not an answer. And she talks about how, you know, she's sorry she messed everything up. But if you read these emails, you'll realize that you're perfect for my mom. So she leaves him with this stack of paper. (laughs) And then she ends up going and meeting her mom at the pier and tells her the truth. And And what does her mom say? Her mom says, how could you be so cruel? And Holly's like, I wasn't trying to be cruel. I was trying to make you happy so that you would stop dating losers. And she's like, I wish you could see how perfect you are because it's what it's what Zoe and I see every day in you and you can't see for yourself. This was also when we realized that Hilary Duff has like an incredible monologue in almost every one of her movies. Yeah, she always gives like the dramatic monologue towards the end. Which is great. <laughs> she got and- it down. And then we get kind of like a little flashes of things where like they're eating at dinner and no one's talking and things are awkward. And then Holly goes to school. She finally goes up to Adam and he says, oh, there you are. I haven't seen you. I've been trying to reach out to you. And then he gives her this drawing and it's the drawing is her with like a billion arms. Yeah, a billion arms like pushing, pushing back. And it says stand back. And he says you don't let anybody close enough to hurt you. Which then upsets her, so she runs away, and Adam's like, oh, wait. <laughs> yeah, he really tries to stop her. <laughs> he just goes, I... I okay. <laughs> yeah. And then this sets Holly off, so she goes and says to her mom, I want to move. We've moved a thousand times for you. I can't even count how many times now. I want to move for me this one time. Gina agrees. Like, okay. They end up starting to pack up. Adam comes to the house. Jean answers the door and says, oh, Holly's not here. She's going to get more packing tape because we're moving to Arizona. Red rocks. Red rocks. <laughs> and then Adam's like, okay. And then he gives her the drawing and he says, let Holly know that there's another side to the drawing. Then Jean, later, we see that Holly has put the picture in the trash can. And Jean opens the door and sees this. She opens up the envelope and looks at the drawing. And on the back is a picture of Adam holding... Holly's Ad- hands. Yeah, Adam holding Holly's hands and saying, I'll always be here for you. Oh, really cute. And Jean is very touched by this as well. Because she's like, oh, he's a nice kid. And she realizes, oh, this is kind of why? why she's running. So then she ends up IMing with Adam. Adam. Posing as catfishing. Holly. Yeah, she, now like she's, mother, like daughter. Now she's catfishing. Yeah, and I think, I mean, their whole conversation is kind of Adam being like, why... Did you bug out on me? Which nowadays would be, why did you ghost me? And she's <laughs> like, it's what my mom does. And he's like, and you want to be like your mom? Some role model. model. And then it, Jean literally goes, ow. Like, yeah, she's like, that's a punch in the face. Yeah. And I was. <laughs> but it all, it's also the hard, hard truth. It's the hard truth. But at the same time, I'm going, could you imagine him meeting her for the first time? And she's like, <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> no, I don't think she would, though. No, she wouldn't. She, knows. she would be like, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Uh. And then he basically ends the conversation by saying, do you really have to leave? The next day, Jean is unpacking stuff. And Holly says, what are you doing? And Jean says, we're not moving. Holly gets really upset and she runs to her room. And Jean comes over. They have another heart to heart where she says, I need to set a better example for you girls and show you that you can't just run away from everything. You can't run away from your problems. And that you can't shut people out even if they do hurt you. Because then then you'll miss out on the good people in your life. Yeah. And so she gives her the drawing and she goes, he seems like a really sweet boy. 
Yeah. And there's always two sides to every drawing, which is not true. But I know I've looked at many drawings and there's only <laughs> one side half the time. So then Jean decides to become a better example for her kids. She not gives, just in that. She gives the ring back to Lenny. She she does the competition. She actually wins the baking competition, which I think the reward is that you get your own shop in New York. So and she gets that. And Zoe, who we had talked about earlier, does her spelling bee. She finally wins, it. wins her spelling bee. And Holly is now dating Adam. Because mm-hmm. in, in her room are a bunch of cute little comic drawings. It's really cute. So cute. So then we end with Jean is in her own bakery store now. And Ben comes up to the window with Holly and she points out who her mom is. Because Ben has now read the emails and he's like, oh, I think I do like this woman. I'm kind of interested. So he goes up to the counter and he's like, I hear that these this bakery has the best brownie. And the girl behind the counter goes... Yes, we do. She's like, we try. And then Jean's like, move over, bitch, I got this. <laughs> so then Jean, because she recognizes him from the picture, is like, hi. And then they introduce themselves, and he says something like, could I pick you up for dinner sometime? Yeah, because she says, brownie's on the house, and he goes, no, I have to pay you back. How about dinner? And right. she goes, sorry, I'm not dating for a while, going on like a hiatus. And he goes, oh, I should do that too. Then he's about to walk out of the door, turns around and goes, so, pick you up at seven? And she goes, perfect. Then we get back to the house. And Holly is finally getting to go to red her homecoming dress. red homecoming dress. Getting uh-huh. to go to homecoming. And but he, Adam comes in with a Krispy Kreme corsage box. Yeah, in the in the Krispy Kreme box is the corsage. So and cute. he's super nervous. And then they're walking out the door to go to the dance together. And that's how the movie ends. What was your moral of the story? My moral of the story was don't catfish your mom or your daughter or your daughter's boyfriend, soon-to-be boyfriend. Don't catfish. Just don't do it. I hate you because that was mine. <laughs> well, we can have the same moral. No, I'll call just, it something else. Just don't catfish. I guess my moral of the story would be you never know who, like what decisions influence other people. Like the mom's decisions? Mm-hmm. Like be careful because you never know what your small action what you might consider a small action could impact somebody else. Or like how you're setting an example for your kids and maybe not mm-hmm. realizing what you're saying to your kids by how yeah. you're treating yourself. Yeah. That's it, guys. All right. Bye. Bye.